I want the fairy tale. I want the Prince Charming. She... <laughs> How do I put this? Isn't a fan of my kissing style. So we were boyfriend and girlfriend for about 12 hours. He's in a trash bin. He's non-recyclable. Catch you never. I love being in love. I love love. On today's episode of Where's Your Head At? We are discussing when we both lost our virginity and at what ages. We will also be sharing some of our top tips for your first time. Stay tuned to hear about our first time and whether we wish we had waited or it was the perfect timing. Where's Your Head At is a podcast that talks all things relationships, breakups, reality TV, trending shows, and everything in between. This is your new go-to destination for laughs, gossip, intimate details, advice, and much more. Hey, Matt. How are you? I'm good. How are you, Anna? What's been going on? At the moment, I'm obsessed with Love Island UK. I know you haven't watched it, but I've been telling you to watch it because it's so good. What makes it good then? What's How's it any different from ours? Like, I know everyone says the UK is way better than the Australian one. What do they do that's different to us? The UK is way better. There's just so much more drama. They just capture your attention the whole time. I think sometimes the Australian one can be a little boring. I think that we're, what I find is everyone's too conscious of what people think in yeah. the outside world and they're yeah. not ready to be themselves or willing to be themselves. Yeah, for sure. Do you not get PTSD though when that uh, text message noise goes off? <laughs> I got a text. Oh. <laughs> it, came on the, uh, it came on the radio the other day and I was driving and I literally felt the coldest fucking shiver down the back of my spine and I was like, oh, <sighs> like doing an ad for it. Oh, it's gross. It's really good, Matt. I think you should watch it. But how are you going? Jen is away at the moment. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Jen's having her little girl's trip with her best friend in uh, Tasmania. Yeah. No, look, to be honest, the first night I was fine. Like, the first night I was fine. I was, yeah. I've been hanging to watch Stranger Things. She doesn't watch Stranger Things. So, I flicked that on. Yeah. Got into Stranger Things. Bit uh, of self-care, yeah, self-love. Bit of, bit of me time. I cooked a steak. I've had salmon. I've just had a lot of meat while she's been away as well. Because she's veggie. Yeah. <laughs> so, I've been treating myself like that. But I think it's more like the last two nights. I was like sort of like falling asleep. I don't know. You get so used to having them there to cuddle. And yeah. then when they're not there, I'm sort of like, oh, this, this sucks. I saw a stat um, recently and it said that you sleep 30% better when you have a partner sleeping beside you. And I totally agree with that. Like yeah. I sleep way better with Michael sleeping beside me. Well, I'd had some rough nights sleep up to when she left. So, I was like, oh, she's gone. Um, I'll have a week off. Maybe we'll see how it goes. It was no different. So, I think I was sleeping better when she was there. Oh, so, you're sleeping rough at the moment. Yeah, I don't know. Just, What's happening? I don't know. Like, uh, just a thousand things on my mind, Anna. Just Anxiety. Can't, yeah, can't switch it off at the moment. Yeah. Uh, well, you know what? I have actually been hearing from Matt a lot recently. Like, my phone has been blowing up way more and I did expect it. Like, we have spoken about this. I was kind of like preparing myself. Well, uh, yeah. I spoke to Jen and I was like, hey, we've hardly spoke because obviously she's busy away. I'm busy. And I'm like, we've actually spoke less than when we're like together. Together. But I think it's good. Absence makes the heart grow fonder. So, yeah. I can't wait to give her a cuddle when she comes back. Tell you what I'm really excited for though when she comes back. Yeah. <laughs> this is probably the longest I've been without having sex. <laughs> I knew you were going to bring it to sex. Yeah. I knew it. So, when she comes back, I'm going to be like a kid on Christmas morning. I reckon it's going to be like I'm losing my virginity for the first time again. I'm going to be so excited. Well, look, that's a great segue into today's episode. 
We're talking all things losing your virginity. Let's jump in. So we're talking about losing your virginity today, Anna. Do you remember when you first had the birds and the bees chat? (laughs) Who gave you that chat? When I got my first ever birds and the bees chat, I had no idea about any of this. Like I didn't know what sex was. I think I must have been like nine. I think I was too young in hindsight. And I remember it must have been late at night. So it was dark. My mum was driving in the car and she just like brought up the subject of the birds and the bees and started like telling me about sex and like all of this stuff and how everything works. And I just remember saying, why are you saying this? Was your brother there? No, it was just the two of us. And I was just so confused. And it was like, I think I went into like shock and denial. Like I was like, this can't be happening. This can't be real. Like, you know, when you get really cringed out, I don't think I had experienced feeling cringed out to that level. And I was just like, mom, please stop. Like, stop talking. Like, this is so awkward. Why are you saying this? Well, how did you know that it was awkward though? Like, I don't know. You it didn't just know what it was. felt uncomfortable. Like intuitively at nine years old, I was like, this feels wrong. Like, stop talking. I I don't remember the bees and the birds chat, but we were chatting about this before. And I remember the first time though, I started having those sexual feelings. My mum touched on it when she was in here. She yeah. said that I took out of the mailbox a bras and things catalog and I hid it in the garage. <laughs> That's right. And I remember like flicking through it. Obviously, I was too young to know exactly what I was feeling, Yeah. but I knew I was feeling... Something. <laughs> Something. That now I know what to do with that feeling. But a, back- bit of a bit of a tingle. <laughs> yeah, in a the bit mingle. of a tingle. Yeah, a bit of um. Yeah, blood was flowing in different directions, but. Places they never, never yeah. been. And I, so that was the first time I remember actually having some sort of sexual thoughts. But I, I don't remember my mum or dad having the birds and the beast chat with me. No. Do you know what you saying that story has kind of reminded me. <laughs> I think a couple of years after my mum had the awkward birds and the bees talk with me, yeah. I was doing a school project and everyone got to choose an animal and I chose the fox because I was like, you know, I lived in the UK at the time. We used to see them sometimes on the country roads. You felt foxy. Anyway, I was like, the internet was very new at the time. I was doing some research, typed in <laughs> www.foxes.co.uk and like, a porn site came up and like <laughs> like I was like an innocent child trying to do some research thinking like the native yeah, yeah. fox was going <laughs> to come up and I got some like older women naked and then sexy like bondage lingerie and I will never forget it and I was like delete search history delete delete nice. <laughs> I remember with a mate very young as well actually going on the because obviously back in those days the house had one computer and it was in like the study yeah. And I remember going on there and typing in like porn, just porn or sex or yeah, boobs. Yeah. And like looking at what came up and then I obviously were too young to realize what clear history was. And um, I remember doing it like maybe a week or so later and dad had had the IT man around and it was all blocked. And we were like two little kids about to get our comeuffins off and we were like, uh, and it was all blocked. What? So, he saw the search history, saw that you looked at yeah. and blocked you. Well, it's not, never brought up, never was ever brought to my attention. But yeah, it's all blocked and we were just like, damn it. If so, your dad's listening, that's good parenting right there. Yeah, stopping your uh, 12 or 13 year old son from looking at naked women your internet porn was blocked but when did you actually do the deed and have sex 
Okay, so when I first lost my virginity, I was 14-ish, maybe. I know I was young. My girlfriend at the time was two years older than me, I think. So, like, she was older. So, she was 16. She was around 16. She's an older woman. Well, you know me. (laughs) He does love his older woman. He does love older women. That's quite young. I know we've spoken about this before, but I find that quite young. Oh, fucking I had no idea what I was doing. Like, yeah. I guess you just, the schoolyard was you had a girlfriend, like you have sex, you know what I mean? Like, really at 14, I was like, we can hold hands and like, that's a big deal. I, I, yeah, maybe I was in the, a different crowd, but yeah, that was sort of like what the thing was. So, Do you want to tell us about the time? We obviously were like experimenting, doing all the other bases, all the other <laughs> stuff that come with it. And then we were actually at her house. We were in her study. I remember... Her old man was on night duty, so he was asleep upstairs. We were just on the study floor and sort of one thing led to another and then, yeah. So, your first time was on the floor, like not on a bed. Yeah. Like no pillows, no... (laughs) You're just like both naked (laughs) on a a study floor. And honestly had no idea what we were doing. I didn't even know what sex was. Did you get carpet burned? (laughs) I don't even think there was thrust happening. I, just... I, lo- I love it how I go to like health and safety. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, we just had, yeah, just um, did the deed for what we thought was the deed. And then I didn't have sex again after that for maybe two years till I was like 16. It was just because you had a girlfriend and that was sort of the deal. The like, dumb thing. Yeah, like you just, you've been dating what for six months? Isn't that what happens? So you guys were dating for six months. So yeah. what were you like 13 when you started going out? That's young. Probably, yeah, pretty young. Yeah, started yeah. maybe like year eight, something like that. Yeah. Okay. How old were you then when you lost your virginity, Anna? So, I was 17. I had a boyfriend for about three months and it was actually the day before I turned 18 because in my like warped brain at the time, I was like, I don't want to be an 18-year-old virgin, which, you know, I've said it before, there's nothing wrong with being a virgin and at 18, whatever age you are. But yeah, I was just like 17, had a boyfriend, we had gone to a party he was older, so he had a car. So we were kind of like hmm. having some fun in the car. I kind of knew that night that I was going to lose it. Like I'd mentally been like, tonight's the night. Yeah. And so we were in his car and then things went a bit too far. And I was like, stop, I don't want to lose my virginity in a car, even though I kind of technically did. And I was like, let's go upstairs. And he wasn't allowed to sleep in my bedroom. He always had to sleep downstairs. Yeah, yeah. But I snuck him up. We did the deed. <laughs> That was did it. Did he then sneak back downstairs? I think he might have stayed with me until like 5 a.m., put a 5 a.m. alarm on and then <laughs> snuck back down. Do you remember being, <laughs> do you remember being like that? Like, I, yeah. It kind of makes it fun though when you're young. Like, it's kind of fun sneaking around. It's annoying. Well, my, it's annoying when you have to wake up at 5 a.m. But Well, my mum always said that like, it's going to happen. You guys are going to do that stuff in a car, park bench, wherever you can find a house party, mm. wherever you can find somewhere to do it. So she was always real comfortable with us doing, like having people sleep over yeah. in the same bed as us. She thought it would be better there under her roof in a comfortable position, yeah. not, not a study floor. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think is the average age that Australians lose their virginity, Matt? 16. Close. Oh, do you have another guess? 17. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 17. So the average Australian loses their virginity at 17. Also, New Zealanders lose their virginity on average at 17. Some other countries, interestingly, the UK lose their virginity on average at 18. The US lose their virginity on average at 18. And one of the more higher ones was Malaysia at 23 on average. That's interesting. That's a 23. 
they must be waiting for the right opportunity. Well, yeah. And like, you know, sometimes culturally there are different things that stop people from having sex. When you're saying before you didn't want to be a virgin at 18. Yeah. I, yeah, that is a warped way of thinking about it. Like, there's no pressure. And what's what pressures come with it? Like, what made you think that? Well, I mean, I think there definitely is societal pressures that make you feel like around that age is the right time. Like, everyone's kind of doing it. It's kind of like a life stage in a way. Like, people get their period and then it's like, okay, we've ticked that box. Now what's the next life stage? Like, yeah, yeah. lose your virginity, go to uni or go do this or whatever it is in your plan. But yeah, like a lot of my friends had lost their virginity and like I was always so interested to like hear what they had to say. Like I would always be like, tell me about it. Like what happened? Give me all the details. Like yeah, yeah. was it big? Like what was it like? Like I don't know. Like all of <laughs> the questions. Hurt? Yeah, did it hurt? Like it's just – a topic, I guess, that you start talking about at that age and at that time. Oh, well, you're curious. Um, you're definitely yeah. curious at what it's like. And I think, like, I started getting really interested at boys probably at about 17. And I think once I had sex, I kind of, you know, what did they call it? Dick sand. You get the dick sand brain where you just, like... <laughs> What? <laughs> Where you start thinking about like boys all the time and it's like you get really excited I've about boys. I've never heard boys. that expression before in my Dick life. Sand. Dick sand. Do you mean just thirsty? <laughs> no. No, like, you know, hormones start going very crazy yeah. at that age. And I think once you've had sex, it really like kicks that up a notch and kicks them into gear. And then it's just like, you know, I was less interested in school and way more interested in boys all of a sudden, which well, I think a lot of people can relate to. Imagine if you had waited then just a little longer, maybe your um, graduating score into school might <laughs> have been, been a little higher. <laughs> would have been a little bit higher and you wouldn't have dick sand or whatever that is. <laughs> I have a question. Hmm. Do you regret losing your virginity at 14? Uh, I don't live with regrets, but like- I mean, If you could do it again. Yeah, I probably would have done it properly when I was a little bit older. Yeah. yeah and had a little bit more like know what I was doing. Life I mean, experience. Yeah, life experience. I mean, it was awfully young. Yeah. So, I don't regret it, but I would do it again. Yeah, pro- yeah 100%. <laughs> Yeah, 100% would do it again. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting because studies reveal that 31% of people regret how they lost their virginity. And that same study revealed that women are far more likely than men to regret their first sexual experience. I mean, I think the reason for that is because, I mean... I can only talk from me and my friendship group, but it was a pretty big deal for us to lose our virginity. And I know not everyone's like that, but I was like, I want to have sex with the right guy. I want to wait until I have a boyfriend. Like I had all of these kind of checklists that I had made up for myself essentially to make sure that I wasn't going to regret it. And like, do I regret losing my virginity? No, but like, I don't think I necessarily needed the whole checklist, but that's what made me feel comfortable at the time. That was my boundaries to like jump over to that next kind of life phase because you know what I think you do really change as a person once you have sex well for our listeners listening would you say if they have a checklist and they want to go buy it they should keep it there but realize that it's never actually going to go down as perfectly as they think when they have sex yeah for the first time for sure and I want to jump into that next Matt so let's do that Okay, so we have some insider tips for losing your V-cards. If you've already lost your virginity, you know how important these steps are. So the first one is to prepare. So 
Birth control is so important. We need to protect ourselves not only from having kids, but also from STDs. They're so prevalent and there's so many that you can catch. So it's always important to be safe. Do you remember being, oh, well, you obviously didn't, but I remember being like a young boy going into the cash register with like condoms and like a couple of other things just to distract away from the couple fact. of red bulls yeah then, I'm, <laughs> then i try to distract the fact that there's condoms there like this i remember so i had sex with my first boyfriend and we obviously used a condom my ex-boyfriend had obviously put the condom in the toilet bin and my mum was so snoopy that she'd like gone through the bin, oh. found the condom and then was like, came to me and was like, do you want to take a seat? And I was like, sure. Did <laughs> she, she have it? No, no, oh. she wasn't holding it. She obviously saw it and was just like, whatever. And then she was like, okay, so I'm disappointed that you're having sex. How old were you? I was 17. My parents were very strict, keeping yeah. in mind. Yeah. And then she's like, but I'm also very proud of you for using protection. (laughs) Well, that's it. And that's what we say to everyone, use protection. Yeah. And, you know, we were young. And so then I guess my mum was like, and now that I know, now that I've snooped through the bin and found the condom, the used condom, (laughs) I think you should go on birth control. So I actually didn't go on birth control pre-having sex for the first time. But yeah, we would highly encourage birth control. Talk to your friends and family beforehand. Ask them for advice. Maybe you might have an older sibling. Yeah. Maybe if you've got a close relationship with your parents, ask them, a cousin, anyone, just to get some tips as well from someone that you feel comfortable around. Yeah. And like, it's never nice to go into any situation blind, whether it be like an interview or whatever, your first time, sex. But Yeah, talk to your friends, talk to people who have had sex, ask them about it, do your research. I think it's always important. Knowledge is power, right? Yes. This one is a huge one. Understand consent. If at any time you're having sex and you want to stop, you can. I think it's really important for people to know that if your partner wants to stop, you also need to really take this very seriously and immediately stop and just know that you have full control over your body. And if you feel uncomfortable at any point, even if you just want to stop for like a minute or five minutes and then get back to it, just know that you can stop. And also, when you have your first time, this doesn't go to everyone, but this happens to people that are a bit, this is one of probably on their checklist of things. Have sex for the first time with someone you trust. Yeah. Like a boyfriend or a friend, someone that makes you feel comfortable and you feel comfortable in the situation. I know a lot of girls slash friends that would prefer to have had it and did have it with someone random. So, it wasn't as like intimate do you know what i mean and they could just have it so then when they did so they just checked the box yeah and then when they so they had well how do i put this experience or they were like sort of training for when they did have like a partner or someone they loved they did it so yeah it goes either way but it's what they prefer well like the first time is a learning experience like you can't say it's not like you're definitely kind of navigating your way through like your body someone else's body kind of figuring out how it works i know for a girl for the first time or at least from my experience like there was no like I wasn't peeking, like I didn't come. It was just kind of like, okay, we did the deed and like that was it. Cool. Like they yeah, did, exactly. I didn't. But Imagine like- now if that I- <laughs> Oh, it'd be filthy. <laughs> I'd be like, get to work. <laughs> and on that, there are a lot of extra body fluids. So don't stress, this is normal. Yeah, obviously there's the hymen that can potentially break if you have sex. But a lot of the time, girls don't bleed. Like you can break it. 
I don't know, horse riding. <laughs> I don't know. That's like that's such, such a, a classic. That's a, such a typical. It's the first thing that came to my <laughs> or mind. Or gymnastics. <laughs> or gymnastics. But you know what I mean? Like you can literally like jump in the air and it could break. So like, <laughs> I don't know. Like I don't fucking know. <laughs> I'm not like an expert on the hymen breaking. But for me, when I had sex for the first time, like there was no blood. But like at the end of the day, like it is normal. And like if there is a little bit of blood, like it's to be expected. And if there's not, like it doesn't mean that you weren't a virgin. It's just like... Who knows when it broke? Everyone's different. Everyone is different. Massive one, Anna. I'll let you take the floor on this point. And I always say this. I always say this to girls. <laughs> this to know Don't it go all. to sleep. Get up. <laughs> um, okay, so this one is, and this one is something that I did not know and I wish I knew, mm-hmm. is peeing after sex. It's a huge one. It reduces your chances of getting a urinary tract infection. I honestly go through stages where I become the UTI queen. I cannot get rid of them. They're so annoying. You and just love a cuddle afterwards. So I love, not- oh, I froth a cuddle. <laughs> so you're not getting up straight away. <laughs> I'm not getting up. I'm taking my time. And then later I'm like, fuck that cuddle. I should have just got up and peed. Um, but yeah, definitely like weeing after sex. Also just like showering also helps me or putting some water on the area yep. is just like good to clear out some of the bacteria because we fucking hate UTI. Eyes. They're the most annoying thing. If you've ever had one, you know they're literally the bane of my existence. Have you had one before, Matt? No, I don't think so. It's just like I've a- got urinal stashed away in the top drawer. Ural, if- yeah. Ural. <laughs> <laughs> Ural is like heaven. If you've had a UTI, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's just like imagine like going to the bathroom. And then, like, 10 seconds later, you just have this burning urge yeah, to I've pee. Had that. Yeah, I've yeah. Oh, so you have had yeah, one. Yeah, I've had one. Yeah. UTIs are the worst and protect yourself against them yeah. at all costs. All right. Also, don't forget foreplay. Yeah, foreplay is important. I think it takes a woman 35 minutes to really warm up. Yeah. So, imagine, like, if you're, like, start making out and 10 minutes later you're all done. Like, that woman's not even a third of the way to being properly turned on. I tell Jen, get ready because this foreplay is getting square rooted. You're getting 16 played. <laughs> what are you? talking about i don't even know what you're saying 16 is a square root isn't it a four so four play play on oh, words it's not the only thing okay. getting rooted tonight yeah. four players okay i'm a bit <laughs> slower than mark then <laughs> all right have sex in a comfortable place don't be me have it in a comfortable place obviously if you're not accessible to a bed obviously a car will suffice like anna or anywhere else uh use lubricant and uh try different positions if yeah. The old one isn't working, missionary or whatever you're in, try something else. You might feel better in that way. Yeah. And sometimes like when you have sex, it can feel uncomfortable or hurt. If it does, just like get into a new position, try something else, switch it up. And like we said before, it's your first time. You're literally, it's training. It's practice. That's it. You know what you like. That's it. Okay, Matt, did you know that more and more young people are actually abstaining from sex? Oh, really? So there was a study done and no less than 27% of 15 to 24-year-old men have never actually had any form of sexual contact. Meanwhile, 29% of females in that age bracket have never had sex. But the survey did find that almost everyone between the ages of 25 to 44 has had sex. So that's about 98% of females and 97% of males in that range. So if you're in between those ages and you haven't had sex yet, don't feel like an outcast or anything if all your friends are. It's very common these days. For sure. And if you are a virgin, validate your own personal choices. It is your choice. You make that decision when you feel comfortable. Just understand that there really is no rush it's everyone does things in their own time Mm -hmm. 
For sure, Anna. And just also make sure you understand your worth. There's no shame around not having sex at a certain age. Just when you're ready, you are ready, like you said. For sure. We have actually asked our Where's Your Head At fam, Matt, about their first-time experiences and their stories. So we've picked a few. Some of these are hilarious. Uh, I've had a read through. Matt has it. Yeah. um, You've been telling me how funny they are on the drive-in, so let's see how they go. Okay, so one girl has written in and said... My first time was next to a railway track, next to a dead bird. Not ideal. <laughs> That's actually so gross. Like, wouldn't a dead bird smell? And um, Would you be like, is this like a bad like dick smell or is it the bird? <laughs> yeah, did she notice before and was like, fuck it, let's just do it? Or did she notice halfway through? Because I, I'm not sure. If I noticed a dead bird halfway through, that would definitely throw me off. My- <laughs> would you lose the will to keep going? <laughs> yeah, that would definitely throw me off. <laughs> <laughs> Who am I kidding? <laughs> <laughs> You'd be like, fuck it. Yeah, fuck. Okay, another listener has written in and said, I bought condoms that were actually menthol ones. It was fine, mm-hmm. but when he finished, he suddenly screamed as the menthol reacted badly with his semen and he whipped the condom off. But as he did it, the condom hit me in the face, so I got covered in it. I couldn't decide whether to laugh or cry. That was my first time. Check the condoms, kids. <laughs> nice little uh, nice little recommendation there from an Imagine just getting a face full of it on your first time. It's just like, it's too much. I guess that has happened to it's people. It's too much. It's too much. I feel terrible for this girl. Uh, yeah. This is my personal favorite and this yeah. is the final one. Okay. My boyfriend walked me past his parents who smiled at me straight into his room, which was candlelit, and his bed was covered in rose petals. <laughs> All I could think about was his parents smiling at me. <laughs> what would you do if your boyfriend walked you past and you were in that situation? I would fucking die because the parents clearly know what's about to happen. Well, on that, my <laughs> mum always used to joke and say she knew when I was having company because I would light my mood candles, which were some salted caramel. So, I was downstairs on the other side of the house, but it would run through the air vents and then they could smell it in the rest of the house because I'd have two salted caramels (laughs) on both bedside tables. So, she'd be like, well, I know you had company last night. That's so funny. So, maybe that's what the parents, they knew. They could smell the scent and they knew what was going to (laughs) happen. Okay, guys, it's that time of the show where you guys find out where our heads are at. Let's get into it. Okay, so our first question from our listener comes in and it says, It will be my first time having sex and I am scared to tell the boy I am seeing because I worry he will judge me for not having sex earlier. Should I tell him or just fake it and hope he doesn't know? I definitely think honesty is the best policy. You know, if it's your first time, you kind of want someone to be aware so that they can maybe be a bit more gentle and like, you know... It is important losing your virginity, so you want them to know so that they treat it as such. So, for a male perspective on that being the guy, honestly, I, I don't think it will change his thoughts on you at all. No. Honestly, that he wants to have sex, so he doesn't care if it's your first time. He actually, you know what, he might even be a bit more, some guys do find that a bit more attractive if it's a girl's first time, so he might actually be a bit more turned on by that. Do you think as a guy, if you know it's a girl's first time, that you'd be a bit more like careful with them? Yep. And I would be, yeah, 100%. Ask them if they're okay. Yeah, I'd be a lot more understanding that it's a big milestone in their life and yeah. try walk them through it. Have you taken anyone's virginity? 
Yeah, I've taken quite a few. Have you? Yeah. I've never taken anyone's virginity. Really? It was actually on the bucket list it's de- and it's now dead and gone in the water. But I remember growing up being like, I wonder I, if I'll take anyone's virginity because, like, obviously it was such a big moment for me. But, do yeah. Do you think they would tell you, though, if it was their virginity as a guy? I don't think I would. I just always went for older guys and they were always very experienced. So, like, it just – it was never going to happen. Never going to happen. <laughs> well, never saying never. There might be a listener out there. What do you mean, there. never saying never? <laughs> Yuck, you sicko. Oh, no, okay. The next listener has said, I really regret my first time. I had it with a jerk that I went to school with and was pressured into doing it because my best friend had at the time. Is there anything I can do to eliminate the guilt or disappointment I have for losing it in the wrong way to the wrong person? No, I don't think there is. I think that you've had sex, like you've just got to accept that and... I guess, look at the positive side of what happened with it. You got to have sex, like if there was any good bits of it. Like, yeah, like, look, it's not ideal if he was a jerk. It's a learning curve. It's a learning experience. Take it for what it was. And I think, like, you know, embrace that time that you first had sex with someone where it was amazing. Like that first time where, you know, your mind was blown and you were like, fuck, that was great sex. I Um, hate that people feel pressured into doing it as well. I just hate that sort of culture and that sort of mentality. Yeah, me too. It's just fucking shit ass. And also one other thing I would say to that girl as well is 30% of people, as we mentioned before, actually do regret their first time. So... You know, know that you're not alone. A lot of people do regret it. And you know what? We're young. We make bad decisions. And as long as you learn from those decisions. Exactly. And see the red flags that made him a jerk. And for future guys that come along, and then maybe you can say, no, it's not going to happen with you, buddy. <laughs> buddy? <laughs> not today. Okay, guys. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. We love having this growing, amazing community. We really appreciate you guys. As always, keep on top of our socials, be involved in our podcast and make sure you give us a five-star review because we are still a growing podcast. So until next time. See ya. Bye. Love ya. 